Welcome, Welcome to Art with. Fiona Verity. Say it again. Fiona? No. Fiona Verity. And Julie Nicholson. Okay. This week we interviewed Antonia Merjak. Um, she's an absolute legend of a lady. We had such fun time. We did. We, we were a bit surprised whether finding the studio because it's actually in Alexandria in a, in a massive storage yeah. locker and we were very confused and then lo and behold we see some canvases behind a rolled up door and then you go into like an Aladdin's cave isn't it it's yeah. like opens out ceilings and there's Marissa Purcell Claudio Dimitri Grazia Gardino and Alan Jones all sharing um different spaces within this huge space at the back of a storage unit it's amazing anyway and um we had such good chat about antonio's work her galleries um how she approaches her painting how she doesn't clean her brushes doesn't clean her brushes how she's she's working with the beautiful indivi sutton who we've interviewed yes who's like her assistant and um her journey to get where she is and how she takes her work really seriously which was really good for us to hear wasn't it we've Definitely. taken our practices uh, a bit more seriously haven't we, we not that we didn't but it's important to remind yourself how how you've really Im- yeah how take important it is. seriously yeah and if you value yourself then others will value what you're doing and it was really really cool to talk to um an abstract artist and get, get inside her mark making and um how and why she makes the marks that she makes and it was just really fun sitting in her studio, wasn't it? Yes, it was great. We sat on little milk crates. Yeah. With uh, balancing the podcast recording equipment on our knees. Yeah. And yeah, it was fantastic. So thank you so much, Antonia. Yes, thank you. And we're going back to interview Alan Jones soon. So we'll have that out um, yeah. in about eight weeks. Yes. We'll be very exciting. <laughs> you need some blinds, but then it would be dark, wouldn't it? Anyway. I'm loving this space, Antonia. I'm oh, feeling... It's, cu- it's like... Ooh, it's it even the floor's yeah. like a painting. It is. Yes. You've just gone nuts everywhere. I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really... I'm not... Um, I'm a bit of a, a brush abuser. And, Good. <laughs> and um, the thing is, I don't... Yeah, because of the, the way I work, um, when I get in that, you know, mode of painting, there's no stopping me. Yeah. So the work just, you know, continues and... I, I can't seem to put things down and then contemplate. It's like the momentum's there. Just go, yeah, go, yeah, go, yeah, go, yeah, go, yeah, go, yeah, yeah. I can see that in your work. It's yeah, so yeah. energetic and immediate. And I'd imagine you don't need a perfect brush for your work because you're just on, you're in, you're brushing yeah. like it. Don't worry about cleaning them. No. It's fine. Well, I know. So that, yeah, so that's the worst thing. But um, <laughs> having to clean your brushes. Um, well, that's what the work experience is. I was just about to say, for. get, get, get him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I do have some help sometimes. Um, you know, I've got somebody gorgeous that comes and she'll like, oh, and then I'll wash the brushes and I'm like, great, yes, thank you. Because um, it takes time. It's like yeah. half a day of washing brushes and then you just go, oh, then here we go again. So what I found the easiest thing to do is just leave them in a good solution yeah. and then wipe them off and off you go. Rather than spitter for the environment yeah. anyway. Yes, I like it. Is that in Divi Sutton? Because we've interviewed yeah. her. She's so gorgeous. Oh, she's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So she joined the studio here helping me over a year ago now. And we've been going great guns. And, you know, so 
I support interviews, she supports, supports me and, yeah, she sort of comes in here and sort of organises me a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I bet. She's your so little she's fairy gorgeous. godmother. She comes is. in, she sprinkles is. her fairy dust. Yeah. Um, you might have to move the microphone a little bit closer. Ooh, Perfect, yeah. thank okay. you. Yeah, it's like a hand whip, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Okay, so Antonio, thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us. We're very grateful that you've taken the time out to speak to us. We've been wanting to speak to you for a very long time. Oh. We've admired your work for a long yeah. time. And um, yeah, we're very excited. So you were in fashion. Yes. Um, what stopped you working in that, that industry and transition to painting? Because... I think on your website I found a really good quote and you said, my turning point came when my frustration was overshadowed by my ideas. Life at home resulted in a major realisation. I am, at my core, an artist. I had rejected this idea long ago. I didn't realise that by dismissing the art as a career option, I had dismissed my own identity. Yeah. I like it. I've got my own goosebumps. Oh, bless you. (laughs) Uh, That's good. Well, because it was. It was a huge... um, I guess everybody has different experiences in different industries. Yeah. I um, I sort of started out, obviously, in the fashion industry, not knowing about art because making clothes was actually part of my cultural heritage. My grandmother in Sicily, she was a seamstress. My grandfather was a shoemaker. Wow. And, you know, and then that kind of um, was handed down yeah. to every generation. There was always someone that sewed. And in my family, it was my mother who sewed. Actually, they all made their own clothes. And that came out of um, necessity. It wasn't yeah. because they wanted to be fashionable. They couldn't afford to buy anything. So making clothes, making mm. curtains, making furnishings, all of that was just a normal process and a normal thing for us in the family. So um, my, my grandfather on my mother's side... Um, he was a basket weaver, you know, so there was always a very hands-on yeah, kind of you're a ma- making family. Yes, yeah. so, um, but then culturally, I guess, and through um, uh, cultural experiences, art was not part of mm. that. And, you know, what are, you, you're part of your upbringing. And then so the idea that I was to become an artist was kind of like not even... Question, I never question marked. I didn't even actually think, you know, mm. I mean... Is no. that because there's sort of not that commercial, um, yes. crafty thing about it? Uh, no, I no, not really. I think, you know, I think if I thought there, that there was an opportunity to possibly um, do an, a degree in arts or fine arts or even go and study art at a young age, if I thought there that was a thing, but it wasn't something that ever crossed my mind because I'd never even um, practice art at high school or in primary school. Like, you had pencils and paint that they gave you, but there wasn't something that was promoted that, mm. you know, that was part of something you could do as a career. Mm. It was just something you did, you know, for play. Mm. <laughs> or it was just, yeah, it was your – it was just a – so art, no. And also um, the, the, culture, the cultural element of our – my own community within my family it was about work. Yeah. And so, yes, yeah, so it was... A so what the value wasn't put on it necessarily as a career. Was it seen more as a or hobby even, or a... But even being exposed to it. Yeah. I think that's another thing. I think yeah. it's something you're exposed to as a young child. You know, I, I, I didn't see art in my home. Mm. It, wasn't, it, it wasn't part of 
my upbringing, so it never crossed my mind. Mm. Mm. So then going into fashion was just, a, it was a creative outlet for me. And it was yeah. uh, an opportunity to use my imagination and, you know, and then so that became a big part of my life in my very early years. Yeah. Yeah. So did you study fashion or um, did you go from school straight in? I, I, um, I was one of those, yeah, I, I kind of a one of those kids that just sort of made up uh, an idea or yeah. had something on their mind and would be proactive and just yeah. do it, right? So I actually – I went to TAFE studying to starting out with the idea that, you know, um, making fashion had to come from sort of, you know, a, a learning process. And when I arrived, I was just like mortified. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is not – Fashion. There's no yeah. creative. There's no creativity <laughs> in this, and so I um, set out to find creative opportunities yeah. of my own. Yeah. Because I just um, the idea of learning, um, almost you know, systematically learning something. Mm. I think naturally wasn't on my line on my mind because everything I had learnt about my own um, ideas of fashion or making mm. was through, um, like, visually learning. Like, yeah. I would see something that my mother was making or, you know, like watching my grandfather weaving baskets and I would just naturally be able to just pick up that idea and then create something. So then when I was had to sit down, it was the same at school, when I had to sit down and taught something systematically... It just became uh, so alien. And yeah. so I, I walked into the class and I was there for a little bit and I was like, no, this... It's not this for you. Not, it's not, not for you. For me. Yeah. So I then um, sought out and I, in my mind it was like, okay, I have to be in the industry to learn. Yeah. And that's what I did. I just uh, picked up the phone <laughs> <laughs> and I rang um, up a department in a huge uh, fashion store with David Jones and it was against fate and they and I said oh I'd like to come to you know um, do some work experience or I was only 16 I'd like to do work experience and they said yes and they placed me in the fashion department but in the advertising they had their whole floor was advertising for David Jones so I just again fate ended up um, in the in that fashion department yeah, as a star assistant stylist yeah brilliant and um, and it was just from there on it was yeah. you know, insane and opportunities existed for me to be creative because I wasn't actually making fashion and I was you know dressing um, and I was collecting all the fashion required and accessories and locations and models and everything for their advertising. So Sydney Morning Herald, their catalogues, their yeah. TV commercials, 16 years old. It was getting um, a very natural yeah. kind of process. Yeah, and, it, and a great time to be in fashion. You know, it was all going oh, yeah. off, wasn't it? Very, print print media was oh, yeah. amazing. Yeah. I had my whole bedroom. I've got goosebumps now. Yeah. Just remembering my whole bedroom was wallpapered with Vogue. I'd yeah. have all these amazing heads just staring down. My mum would say, how can you sleep? With all the supermodels, <laughs> yeah, fashion was so sort of like like the movie stars, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. Like the models and oh yeah, and it was yeah, it was like being on set. It was, yeah, there was nothing digital about it. Mm. You know, um, all of the photographs, you know, for their catalogues and especially the Sydney Morning Herald large format images, they're all hand hand. 
uh, painted and yeah. hand etched and and um, talk about photoshopping. It was all done by hand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. amazing. Yeah, amazing. And yeah. a great. I'm sure those those things have got, come into you and come out now. Yeah, I think like inform you, your marks. You know. Yeah, they do inform my marks. I guess the idea of like composition, color. Um, you know, again, even though I'm extremely expressive in my own practice. I think, again, it's just a natural state of being for me just to be creative. It's just a normal thing. It's not anything that I'm trying hard to do or to achieve. And I just let go of any kind of preconceived ideas of what I've seen. It's really just a pure... Uh, a direct response to the surface that I and mm. whatever I have around me, and as you can see in the studio, it's not an organised space. But I just then, you know, I'll find something that I think intu- intuitively uh, feels good and work with it, and then I just keep working with it until I kind of see that there's an end. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, how long have you been painting for? Um, I would say 10 years now. Okay. Yeah, so I started uh, when we talked about, uh, when you mentioned, you know, I, I did, there was a point in my life because I had children and I, yeah. uh, you know, brought them up and I think that time that I did stop being my creative self and um, was important because, you know, imagine, I guess there's a slow build-up of, you know, like, where what what do I want now? Even mm. though so now it's time for you. Well, yes and not. Like I think you can have your time in yeah. any in, in any part of your life, but I think there. I guess the idea of um, what I was wanted to be was not had not been informed yet. <laughs> That's until, right. It was simmer, yes, simmering, yeah. but it hadn't come to the boil. No. You didn't know what it was. No. Yeah. So. It was just like, so I just kind of, you know, sat very quietly, you know, and then, then I, you know... With I was four like, kids. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> when they'd gone to school. I yeah. was quiet in here <laughs> for a little while. Oh, no, I was actually quiet on the outside. Internally, it was not quiet. Um, yeah, so, um, you know, I held it together for as long as I possibly could. <laughs> and then I was like, right. <laughs> yes. And then you went back to college? Oh, yes. So, um, like, I decided that I, I mean, I, I had a gorgeous friend, and this story's been told a few times, but I had a gorgeous friend who approached me and was um, probably the one and only person that recognised that I was losing my. S-H-I-T. <laughs> you can swear. <laughs> Your husband probably had an inkling but didn't want to say. Uh, yeah, no, I'm really, I'm very good at just kind of, you know, going with the flow. And so, she, you know, she she sort of uh, produced the idea that I should use paint as a way of processing my own emotional kind of state of mind. And I did, and I didn't actually realise how incredibly satisfying and helpful it was mm. so then I started to do that for a little while and um and then investigating what art was because I really did not know anything about materials or artists or it just wasn't on my radar mm. you know it's like anybody who's you know doing something in particular they just sort of focused on one thing you know making art was not on my radar because I did not you know, in my mind, imagine that there was the, the there was a possibility for me because I had not explored that mm. before. It was just something I um, 
I guess you see, but you don't yeah, focus on. So if it's not, you know, again, on your radar, and then when it did become on my radar, then I just, yeah, I exploded. But going to school was, it was almost like, um, it was like, it was, it, I, I felt like because I had not formally been educated before, it was a way of me kind of, just a bit of self respect in a way mm. it was like I just you know I, I actually really respected the craft I started to really respect like how it was made mm. what was required and I and I just in my mind again very intuitively said you know you need to learn about you need to know about what you're doing you need to understand yeah why you're doing what you do mm. it's it's not something you can just like oh I'm going to be an artist and just start painting away you really need to understand where it comes from mm. the materials you're using yeah. why you're making those marks you know what I guess um, type of art you're making you know and what influences are out there what past influences like so I knew that I had to be take it very if I wanted to be taken seriously mm. the truth is I had to take mm. it seriously. So do you feel That's that true. going to uni... So you went to Sydney College of the Arts, yeah? yeah? So do you, did you feel by enrolling and completing that you could take yourself more seriously? Or was it just... Was it a self thing? Or do you oh, think definitely a from an industry perspective you both, felt you both. needed and that? And I think it's undeniable to say, like, you know, that um, I think, you know, every everybody... I mean, you know, sure, there may be someone who's incredibly self-taught and talented there are people out there that yeah, do that of course but again um in the background they may be very well read yeah you know yeah, and they yeah, may yeah, have yeah, yeah. had cultural experiences that yes. you know bring out those ideas i don't think for myself that um you know it, it does not come from nothing no, you know it comes no. from something there's always someone always has a story yeah so for me um university again was just I was just like so buzzed by education, yeah. And then when the, when you know I finished um, my course at TAFE, I, I thought to myself, oh wow, like this is learning is fun, you know. And I didn't really want it to stop, so I thought, well, the next stage of learning is you know a, a higher education experience, and I had to go to TAFE to be able to get into university because right. I didn't finish high school, yeah. So. Um, in the way that you can go to university. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, and I just felt like it, it hadn't, I don't know, again, I think I just go on gut instinct. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, I just definitely. didn't think my journey had finished in in mm. many ways. I knew with my own practice that, um, you know, taking something so special and so unique and so unusual and, like, especially because it doesn't, come from manufacturing yeah it's a completely identical identifiable unique thing from a person so in order to grow that you have to grow yourself mm. yeah. yes. definitely well said mm. so talking about growing yourself what was your work like back then compared to um, now oh um i think the mark was definitely um it was like this but I, I have never not made abstract art. Again, I, I did not know anything about sort of abstract expressionism. But um, I just... But you were doing it. I was That's doing it. That's why I it. love it. I love <laughs> it. I love it. I love it. I'm telling you. I had no idea. Like, even when I was in life drawing I, I, um, and the life drawing of my figures was so expressive yeah. and, and odd and... 
I, I, I just didn't really. Oh, it's great. Didn't worry. I was like, you know, and then I remember somebody going, "Oh, um, okay." <laughs> just and then one of the teachers were were fabulous. One of the teachers, like, oh, just keep drawing like that because yeah. they knew I was a kind of a very I was clueless. But I was just exploring. They love the clueless ones. Yeah. <laughs> they love. Yeah. They don't want people. They go, don't want the robots. Yeah. They're all doing the pretty. I pictures. think sometimes maybe not going through any formal education in art before you did is some way quite beneficial yeah. because you haven't got those preconceived notions of what yeah. they what you should, should be or, doing. Yeah, yeah, that's no, great. You're just you're you. Yeah, I just you know I just just sort of kept sort of. Sort of, I guess, switching off to the formalities of learning. I think what I was more interested in was art history and yeah. the idea of how art became and, you know, and how it's, I guess, it references periods of history itself, war and everything that's like in famine. And that was more interesting to me. But um, the TAFE was probably um, in was a very important part of my learning about art because they definitely did not interfere with the self-expression and that was really interesting Mm. because a lot of um i guess i what i sort of saw was that there was a lot of people there needing the um tuition in fact and they pushed me away from it at one point they gave me like an entire floor that was empty and they just said oh can you just go up there and do your thing and i was like Oh, they just want me out of the way. Oh, <laughs> bless. oh I don't <laughs> But they wanted you to go nuts up there yeah. and, yeah, and do just, what you wanted to do. Yeah, they yeah. like, just go up. And then I was... You like, were going to the Premier Lounge and you <laughs> thought you were going to the naughty corner. <laughs> I kind of was like, I didn't even... I was so clueless. I did not even realise why I was up there. And they just wanted me to do my own thing. I love that. That's and beautiful. So, and you're know, like, so, no. <laughs> good, I and then I'd come down to the class and go, what are you doing? You know? yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, we're learning about colours today. i go, oh, okay. And then okay. I'd just go back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next week for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so where does your, like, um, what, where are you getting your ideas from? Is it, I mean, I think it must be intuitive. Is mm. it environment, family life? Like, yeah, I base a lot of, uh, I think because, I've had so many rich experiences in um, cultural, very rich cultural experiences, you know, um, and the gatherings that we had as a young, uh, as as a young child, they were so full on and intense, and especially around like the making element, food, and mm. and and cultivating things. I I have a lot of memories about you know, um, a. a you know that include that, and so I just draw on the whole energy around mm. those things that I've experienced, and you know, and I think um, you know, making something or seeing something grow or seeing something, you know, okay, being slaughtered or you know, like having to survive through your own um, like direct means that you can't go anywhere but your backyard or. You know, there's there's nowhere to go because there's no funds to be able to afford those luxuries. Mm. So how do you start from the ground up? So those experiences are there, are there, mm. they're, they're, they're there with me. So from that, I um and I and I haven't forgotten what it was like to um have so many emotional um I guess uh, ups and downs and 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 so they just come back and I think. You know of what it was like to um, have and have not. <laughs> yeah. And then so you come from a big family. Yeah, I have a, my yes. My mother um, uh, have 
well, did have eight brothers and sisters, and wow. then, and they all came over on a boat from yeah. Sicily, but only a few at a time. So they didn't come through migration. They actually came through a, being like one of the brothers came to Australia. Yeah. They he opened up a fruit shop. Yeah. This is like the story, and then he paid for them um, in a few at a time to come over. Yeah. He didn't want them on the the migrating ship. He wanted to actually sponsor uh, them like, sponsor mm, them to come. So yeah. that's how they arrived. Um and my father had he's the only oh there's two of them left now, but there was like six of them in total and but yeah so they Yeah, I can Im- I'm just imagining like big noisy yeah, you know, gatherings, lots yeah. of making of food and sharing yeah. food and I lots think of cousins. You can see that in your work. Yeah, like there's definitely. so much energy and life. Like yeah. they are not quiet, sombre <sighs> paintings. Like they're really in your face loud. Like you could be in a big party. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, <laughs> I think my yeah. I think because we didn't have a lot, like you just made something out of nothing yeah. all the time. And I think that's kind of the experience that has But isn't that refreshing? I loved it when my kids used to like play with a beer mat. They'd make a game out of one little beer mat. Like they say beer mat. Beer mat. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, what do I mean? Because we, we were in the pub. <laughs> <laughs> yes, giving away my secrets. But you know, like what well, they are called beer mats, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. 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 So they like rip that up and make it into like a little hole in the middle, and then roll bits and th- you know, like yeah. you make something out of nothing. Yeah. It's much yeah. more fun, isn't it? It then is. Give that's them a what toy. I do here. You know, and I have to because you know you can't. Like I said, it's not something that there's no formula. No. no. So where so where do you begin? How do you begin a piece? Anything? Oh, okay. So there's two pieces here. Yeah. That I usually start with um, a surface. Uh, it's, it's so you're working on a paper show at the moment, so yes. that's why we're looking at all these awesome yeah. pieces of beautiful, thick uh, watercolour paper or yes, just yeah. mixed they're media paper. Yeah, they're gorgeous hand press. They're from uh, they're French, uh, beautiful paper, um, and I think again, I, I, I sort of my memory kind of floats into I guess of the things that I've seen in shape and form yeah. and, and even the palette kind of responds to that. And then in this case here, um, there's a response to uh, one of my uncles who recently passed away he had this incredible garden and a lot of the things that he grew when he arrived here in 1953 and, and just like the tools that he made and the way yeah. he cultivated things and, you know, and just, just the movement. Like, you know, if you see the way... Um, you know, there's a certain way of moving and creating and the way hands are used Mm. that create marks and shapes. And they're the things that I remember, like, very vividly. Yeah. And and, and they kind of inform sort of, like, my mark-making and palette and ideas. And, you know, and, and and I try to... You know, maintain. Sometimes I have other ideas. You know, do you start with one and then one informs another, or do you pin up like ten pieces of paper and then yeah, just Move keep around. moving around and yeah, I bouncing find that's the around and way. yeah. So all of these, I had these all like there's I think twenty in here. Yeah. There was um, they were all up and about, but then I also have canvases floating around. I'll shift them in and out because the room is a bit limited in this space, but I'll shift canvases in and out. So I don't. Necessar- yeah, I don't start and finish anything. No. Or, so you, yeah. So when do you know something? Are you just happy with, you know, when a piece is done? Or Not is it a case of 
No, I'm, takes... I'm sort of constantly like, you know, just like questioning yeah. everything I do. Nothing's ever good enough. You know, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're hilarious. I it's l- like, you know, that's not good enough. Come on, work harder. What can you do next? How can you do Sometimes I look through my. I even actually look through my iPhone, like as a like. Yeah, a, I do that. Yeah, yeah. Do you do that? Yeah, yeah. it's, it's a like seeing it from in a gallery uh, from miles yeah, away. Yeah, because yeah. you need to get it out it. of the space as well, yeah. don't yeah. you? Like and put it into a bigger space or change yeah. the yeah. get yeah. rid of the background noise and yeah. So like standing back and you know looking at it, it's not always sometimes enough. So then sometimes I take a photograph and, or I look at it through my lens and the perspective changes straight away. And, yeah. But I'm always adding things like this morning, what did I add? I added that and then I added some over there and that one and that one. And are you using, because materials are like yeah. obviously very important to you, mm. are you using acrylic in, in the background, then oils and then oil pastel? Um, yes. So I tend to start with a little bit, depending on the work, but... I find it easier to start with acrylic because you can start to build a surface and it also develops an idea yeah. um, without commitment. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. once, you get with, which, once you start with the oils, you're committed. That's true. Like, you, you, know, you yeah. can't go back. And uh, I, so I try to stay away from mediums in oils as well because then, you know, if you go you know, lean to fat, yeah. you can't go the other way. And yeah, 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 yeah. So if... If the if you start with the acrylic, you know background, then again you can just build on that. But the acrylic background doesn't it sometimes develops the actual finished work. Like there's one behind it this morning. Um, you see that big split up there. That yeah, goes up. But that one there, you know, <laughs> I might just leave that alone, and then I don't know later come back in, and that's yeah. mostly. But then yeah, then there's the oil pastel. The oil pastel is good for me. I find that's a nice drawing tool. Yes, yeah, they're they're they're, in, they're both painting and drawing. Yes, a lot of them, aren't they? Yeah, I sort of um, when when something's on paper, uh, the reference is that is a drawing. But I tend to paint and draw at the same time. I think it's. Um, <clears throat> I don't think there should be any limitations. I don't think they should no. be either. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Julie and I both sort of dabble between the two as well, in the sense of I never know when it's a painting or a drawing because, as far as I'm concerned, I'm drawing with paint. Yes, so, yes. What? Yeah. Well, that's true. I There's think, drawing in painting. Yeah, yeah I yeah. don't know. It's one of those funny yeah. ones, isn't it? It's yes. like, I guess you can just make it fit whatever works. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is it like, is it a skirt or is it a dress? <laughs> is it a top or is it a dress? <laughs> it's true. So is there any materials that you really couldn't live without? Um, I think pa- paper, the g- gorgeous materials. Oh, I, I really love making works on paper. I mean, I mm. love canvas. I find that the paper has more... It, I don't know if it's because it's hand-pressed mm. and there's like that kind of beautiful, you know, just organic element, but there's something about the paper and the, the surface being really... Uh, it's a bit more... Flexible. Yeah. Mm. You can, you well, it's can funny actually because the one you haven't painted on is dead flat on the wall and all the other ones look like they've got life. They've yeah. all <laughs> curled and they've come away yeah. from the wall. They're, 
They're yeah. like that, that plain one, the, the, the nude one is begging for some, I you know, know what I mean? It's like. Yeah. I was it, like, maybe I should do a white drawing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, why not? Bring it on. Yeah. yeah, paper's got so much going for it. It gets, it doesn't really get as much of a chance as other surfaces. I know, it is a bit sad, but like, I mean, there are, um, I mean, the canvas, it's a traditional form of, I guess, sur- it's a traditional surface for painting. And, um, but yeah, I think paper gets a bad rap for yeah. some reason. Well, you've got to frame it as well. That's the I problem, know. isn't it? Framing it is like, well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, how do you, like, you share a, a, a studio with lots of other artists. How do you set the right um, sort of tone, mood. mood for yourself? Like, you come into work, do you listen to music? Do you just get straight into it? Is there like a process or you just see how you feel that day? Four shots of tequila. Yeah, four shots. <laughs> <laughs> Sniff of the white spirits. That was, where were you? Were you, sn- <laughs> you snuck up on me on a Friday night. Um, yeah, so I think, um, yeah, I'm really good. must be motherhood. I'm really good at yes, just like switching efficiency. off. efficiency. No, but switching off. Like yeah. I've got this amazing ability. It's like. You know, the power nap. I can fall asleep in two seconds and then wake up after ten minutes and go, whoa, let's go again. Um, I think, think like, as an artist, you really have to find this, like, very deep – it is like a meditation where you're almost, like, in your own world. Mm -hmm. So even though I share the studio with one – Who's here? <laughs> I don't even know. Four? Four? You got four? Have off? you got four others? Five. You? Yeah, five. Five. Yeah, see how switched off I am? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry. That one, that, yeah, that yeah. artist <laughs> clearly hasn't come out for a while. No. So. <laughs> she hasn't seen it. Um, and we all have such incredibly different, di- different yeah. practices. Yeah. Nobody, Which is great. There's, yeah. there's no, like, and, I mean, our spaces are quite independent. I'm actually, I probably have the walkthrough, I'm the walkthrough lady, just come through. But, again, you learn to, like, you really have to. I think as an artist, you know, I mean, it's a luxury to have, you know, a giant warehouse, hang up all your work. You know, yeah. The light, what is it, the, have the couch in the middle and just sit back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, like, what's next? No, that luxury is, like, yeah, that's, that's something that might happen one day. I'll just pretend. <laughs> anyway, so. Because I think your work's quite lyrical as well, like, in almost musical like do you listen to music when you paint oh uh, yes i do i don't often listen to podcasts i don't do podcasts in the car sometimes but music yeah I, I like do like listening to music and then there's silence it just depends you know if i if i get in a if if my mind becomes like extremely determined to get through something it music is irrelevant yeah so yeah it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah almost like okay just i switch on to like yeah you know profesh mode like, yeah. Oh, right. Just do it. Focused Antonia. Focus. Mm. Yeah. I'm like. Yeah. So it's incredible. It's it's. I think. Yeah. I think that whole idea of an artist being like, oh yeah, let's just you know, it's going to happen. Um, no, it's like you really have to pull back. Mm. And, go, and do you just let rip, or do you warm up, or do you? No, no. I just let it rip. Yeah. 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 That's I just, what I do. Yeah. You've got it. And I think when you are a mum. You know you've got this precious amount of time to paint when mm. you're not being with the kids. So, you know, you can't sit there farting around. You're just like, even if you make a mark on the paper, like, you just got to yeah. go for it. Yeah, yeah, but it's even that, like, hey, hey, so we're talking about being mums. Like, I I kind of, like, I'm, I'm a bit sort of, in my mind, I think when I started doing this, I, you know, they are important. 
And I think for me, it was not about had that had nothing to do with it. Like this yeah. was about me. I'm mm. going to be selfish to be arch. <laughs> this is about me and what I want to do. And I was like, well, you know, like I'm not the only one in this house. Hello. And so, you know, and I think the idea of doing something independent is like, it's like as important as anything anybody else does. Yeah, it's your job. It's your job. So this is my for me. This is my job. This is what I do, and I had to make myself important to myself. (laughs) I totally agree. Yeah. So did you have a studio at home ever, or Uh, did you do the kitchen table thing? No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, I, you know, yeah, I did. I did for some time, and I had a garage space as well, but that didn't last very long. I, I wasn't coping at home. Like, nah, forget it. Yeah, yeah, too distracting. You just put the yeah. washing on or something, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Stay away. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So then you went uber big because I remember you did this yes. amazing piece at Carriage Works. Yeah. And I remember, see, I think there were some live Mine's videos fine. and all sorts on Instagram. I was like, God, that, that must have taken insane. some severe focus. Yes, yes. So, so how did that come about? Did you apply for that or did you get invited? Yeah, no, or we did whatever? apply for that. That was um, uh, back when I was with uh, another curator called Sophie Vander. And mm-hmm. uh, the idea came about uh, because I kind of always imagined – I had this kind of like – you know, I've got a good imagination. I just – knew that one day I was going to do that. I just had this... Really? I love that. I just, like, was like... Yeah. I was like, one day I'm going to do this, like, big mother... Yeah. If you... Yeah, you can swear. Well, your work... um, (laughs) Yeah, you can swear. Your work translates to that, though. Yeah. The big brush marks. Yeah, in my head I was like, you know what? It's going to happen. I'm going to do it. And then this extraordinary experience came uh, and uh, opportunity came about and... You know, between the two of us, we made it happen, and um, and and it was just extraordinary because I just sort of said, you know, there's a lot of pretend going on. I'm pretending I'm having a big warehouse with a lounge in the middle, and like you know, <laughs> and fake it till you make it. You've got to do you got, it. Which I mean, kind of dog oh, have you got? I've the Doberman. Oh, I've got oh, the Doberman. Yeah. I have a chef. Uh, yes, chef? the macrobiotic chef. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely brush cleaner. Yeah, and masseuse. Oh, and a chauffeur. Oh, and a chauffeur. Oh yeah, gotta have the chauffeur. chauffeur. We want to be Madonna. That's yeah. what we want to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I kind of like sometimes you know you just float off in your head. I'm like, one day I want to do this amazing piece, and this, and as soon as this little window opened, I knew yeah. that I had to kind of sort of in my head at least try and make it happen and then it happened and the focus yes to come across like I knew what I was doing was like you know I was you know again very professional this is a job this is what I do this is who I am kind of attitude so I went in with that and so did Sophie and yeah and we created this whole idea of it and 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 then I guess I the one thing I think I didn't do was like prepare anything about like with composition or like what am I gonna so I just went in there and just yeah so did you get a brief or was it pretty much this is your space how big was it fill it uh, it was it ended up being about eight or nine meters wide I think it was like six or something seven meters tall it was yeah big. it was big yes yeah, so and you were on a cherry picker type thing weren't yeah, you yes so it was a scaffolding we yeah actually you know, I actually went and, like, before I, they even said yes, I actually went out and I um, got my cherry pickers license. I was like, you know, I'm going to get this. 
I'm going to do Do you have to get a license? Yes, you have to get a license. I had to do a course. <laughs> I didn't know that. I love it. Only in Australia. Yeah. Nowhere else in the world no. do you have to have a cherry picker license. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that doesn't work out, yeah, I can get cherry picking. Exactly. That's so the truth. With, with your hard hat, your steel toe cap. I've just realised why they're called cherry pickers. They must yeah. use them picking pick cherries. cherries. Yes. Now I can be a forklift driver. Yeah. So I had to get my license. So I was like, oh, whatever. They haven't said yes yeah i'm just gonna get this thing anyway you know i might need a job and then um so uh then then the, the day came that they said yes and i'm like oh good she's got her license and then they're like oh but we can't use the cherry picker gutted <laughs> so i had to get fit because gutted. yeah i was gutted i was like oh because oh. every time you move it goes beep, yeah beep, so oh they didn't want that no because imagine like this uh. like you know Around me was like six or seven very serious galleries, and every time they'd speak to somebody, they'd go, beep, beep. I reckon but that would be hilarious. Surely, moving the big scaffolding was like rattle, yeah. crack, rattle, rattle, rattle. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah, so being on the scaffolding, and I had to climb it up and down, up yeah. and down all day for five days up and down. So you did that for five days. Mm, wow. Like, so did you feel like it was a performance piece in the end or was yeah. that ever in an intent because uh, yes so okay I, yeah so i guess so the, the making the yeah. idea the application was it was part of a performance piece but the brief was to respond to the environment yes exactly so, how know, did that so go <laughs> well it went did well. you want to murder people when you got home <laughs> like shut up <laughs> everybody <laughs> no i kind of no, it was. Um, I look the environment, like the space. Everybody comes there with such optimism. You know? Yeah. So you couldn't help but be, you know, overjoyed by everybody's attitude. I did. I only had one. My granddaughter could do that. My granddaughter could do that. I had one. You're joking. Yeah. There's always <laughs> but, one. There's, yeah. But, you know. But like the thing is, I, I thought. You know. And then I. And I thought that was... You should say, okay, bring her nine <laughs> o'clock tomorrow morning. No, that looked for me. I was like, well, she must... I said she must her, be good. She must be good. She must be so creative. How exciting. You should oh, bring good her for you. There, you know. So I had that attitude. But like, no, because, you know, obviously like a grown adult making marks like that were kind of, I guess, somewhat childlike in their mind, but they don't realise mm. what I've been through to actually be able yeah, to that's make right. those marks. that's right. Um, and the granddaughter couldn't have got the cherry-picking licence anyway, so <laughs> yeah. ruined that. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, so, that, so the environment was incredible and the experience, and then I, I was so over-hyped and energised. Yeah, I, the work ended up being kind of overworked, but I was like, well, I can just use that. I, you know, I was working with the environment and the energy in the environment, so it was, it was full yeah. on. It was just like a flow of thousands. It was, yeah, it was amazing. That's amazing. It is amazing. And is that when um, you got picked up with Nanda Hobbs after that? Yeah, so I, I, after Sydney Contemporary, I didn't have, again, any real expectations, but I bonded with Ralph because he was next door to me, so then he was able to see what I was doing. And, you know, and again, I'm at a age where I'm like, well, I want to explore everything in life. I want to yeah. do lots of different things. And, you know, as an artist, I think you have to leave yourself open to experiences Definitely. and opportunities. You don't want, um, you don't want to hold back. No. You know? And if something happens and you think, okay, that feels kind of like okay and it could work, you know, then you know, take the opportunity and take the risk. I took yeah. the risk because, you know, I had a great relationship with Sophie and I had, 
you know, formed a real bond and we were working together, then I had to obviously move on to it. But it was just me challenging myself. It was just yeah, totally. It's good to change, mm. I think. Yeah, and, and the thing is, you know, yeah, what do they say? No pain, no gain. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. No, you've got to. <laughs> um, so I really love your Instagram post because you seem to have a way with words and you succinctly sort of sum up what you're thinking, painting, and it's quite. I find it quite hard Very to write. Yes, and um, you know, do you find writing art statements quite easy? Oh, because gosh. you seem to have a way with the words. I know it's different. Writing an art statement is different to then me just talking to everybody. Like I'll, I'll like be flat out. That's just me talking to myself because there's no one in here when I take <laughs> a photo or I share something. I literally, um, I'll, I'll like when I decide to do an Instagram post. I'm. I'm. It's. It's again very much like my artwork. I. I may just how it happens is I'm just thinking about something yeah. and then I literally just write it. It's then and there. Or like the other day, a gorgeous friend of mine shared this beautiful poem about wild geese, and then I made something and I just you know I was so taken by it. I was like I'm going to share that because it sort of responds to what I'm thinking right now I just kind of use it as a way of communicating mm. yeah like a visual diary almost it is a yeah. visual diary but, yeah. then, but writing out statements is so different like yeah. Oh, the bane of everyone's life. Group side. Yeah. Maybe oh. we all need to get together and speak to all the galleries and say, "Could you just write them for us?" Yeah. Look, I think everybody, you know, on this earth has a strength. They have their weaknesses, and yeah. if it's not your thing, you know, get help. Yeah. And yeah. you know, I get help. I'm That's what I've done. Denied. We do now. Yeah. yeah. It's like you know, like. Why do I have to claim that I'm good at everything? Come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> totally. You know, it's okay to be vulnerable and say, I can't write that, I don't know. Mm. And, you know, and sometimes it's easier to talk about your work yeah. and then find the person that can translate that. Definitely. That's right. And it is easier sometimes to get um, to talk about somebody else's work, especially if you know them well. Mm. I think that it can work out easier. Yeah, exactly. But they are important. Look, art statements are important because you do – need to be you you have to be painting about something that's right well and it also formulates i think for you um it formulates all the work that you've been doing on a series for an exhibition or whatever you're working towards it formulates it together it makes you understand it even more no and i wouldn't have been able to create these pieces without you know those memories i've had of you know my uncle and his garden and the whole thing, you know, like that That to me is, ex- it, it's, you know, because the thing is that whole idea of making the way they did, it's a very, it's very much a lost mm. craft and because, um, you know, everything is accessible. So, mm. Yeah. And mass produced. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I would not be able to draw about it or make the work about it if that story didn't exist in my mind. So, yeah, there's always something that's right. Mm. Yeah. Um, so apart from the people that obviously you share your your the warehouse studio with the sofa in, yeah. um, <laughs> who's in your? Know, there's no people in here. Remember? <laughs> yeah. There's just the chef. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, the, dog. and, Sorry. The, Sorry. Chef. and the dog. Um, so who's in your art tribe? You've said that Gary yeah. Foy is your mentor. Like, oh yeah. yes. So Gary Foy, he was he's he kind of well. I met Gary. Oh no, actually. I saw Gary, he had advertised 
in the local paper he, like that he was an established artist doing classes. And in order for me to escape, oh, that's the word, escape, I had to get, I had to, um, they were, at that point I think the children were extremely small. They were, you know, newborn to um, teen. And I needed to find time to do it that was fair Mm. and so he was offering classes at night but what I didn't know was that you know he had work in the Dobell originally in the Archibald so I didn't even know he was that kind of an artist so and he um extremely you know and had taken him to self to university and later in life and had a lot of information and a lot of books that I'd never seen before in my entire life so I actually went to his classes but I never painted anything just looked at him. I just looked, <laughs> <laughs> just looked, looked at, at the books work. and so, looked at the work. Isn't yeah, that brilliant? So and, I love that. Mm, and so that kind of was the start of my education. So, yeah, he definitely was very a very important part of um, my understanding of art quality because he mm. was extremely, extremely, like, verse about this is how you start a mark, this is where, you know, like, so I learnt something I did not learn at university or TAFE, and that was art quality. Mm. There's a certain way of painting that you have to, you know, that determines how the work becomes, has a visual presence. Like, it's something that I watched him do and then I understood. I never did it until I started making my own work. But it was it was a really interesting way of it was it was a it was a real respect to the materials and the surface but he was very 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 serious about how you finish a work and that was yeah some things that I I I I'm also very serious about in my own practice yeah. what do you mean finishing the work like resolving it or uh more about how to like how to use paint and oh. and how 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 to use a brush so you're so like the, way, the way you hold the brush or the, the way, way you yeah, he even yeah like he would even say you hold the brush like this yeah you know you don't hold it like this it's not a pencil no 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 exactly yeah. three fingers underneath thumb on the top <laughs> and flip don't worry but I'd... do you think that matters or do you think you need to know the rules to break them or do you think you need to know the rules at all i think you need to know the rules to break them i really think like, yeah. i i break them but i they're, they're there mm-hmm. and i understand them and again it's like, you know, I guess the good thing about talking about it, like this practice, it's a very serious thing. It's a very important part of life and so treat it that way, you know, treat it with respect and honour what it takes to make it and that is learning about it and learning mm. how to use what you've got. It's mm. not – it doesn't happen by chance. Yeah, so it's not fluky. What no. you're turning up every day – Using materials, respecting your materials. Understanding how to finish a mark. Yeah. It's a huge thing and where to finish it and where and and if it's over here, if it should go over there. It is it is a learning process. And by watching, which I think is something that culturally we don't do as much as we used to. So we've all become much more, um, you know, inverted. Yeah. And we don't watch like we used to apparently you know more young girls are getting postnatal depression and they don't know how to breastfeed and things like that because we don't sit around as much perhaps as we used to and watch and learn yes. 
because everyone's looking at their bloody phone. Or they're in a hurry. Yeah. And so it's easier just to be in a hurry and, you know, and just do something rather than um, share it or show mm. it. Yeah, or, or take the time to notice something by yeah. accident. You know what I mean? Like daydreaming yeah, or whatever the but thing is. But it's like is. you said when you were young and you'd watch your family basket weave and yeah. sew, yeah. like watching Gary paint, like because it's such a visual medium as well, to watch someone... I've when I watch people paint, I learn a hundred times more yeah, than, definitely. than doing it myself, which, is why, which yeah. takes a long time. You, you have when you to go see to people. a workshop and there's no demonstration, I lose my shit because there's no point. Yes. And it doesn't matter what you're learning. Yes. If it's something to do with the visual world, mm. if you don't demonstrate, and it's not monkey see, monkey do, it's more no. a case of... I mean, you could be learning how to do something on Instagram. If you don't physically see it... And do it yourself. Then you can't read Mm. it. You can't... I don't know. You've got to... Everybody learns differently, but I'm a... a, I'm a visual learner. learner. Yeah. But um, I think everybody learns differently. And I think... um, Yeah, and I think it's important to show and share. And it's funny because I grew up like that. Yeah. Everything I know about cooking and making, it's all from showing and sharing. And, again, it was a very uh, natural... um, progression to have yeah interview come in here and it's almost like i'm doing the same thing now you know so yeah uh, whereas i didn't actually acknowledge it until i sort of thought about it. i was like oh here i am doing the same thing that i actually was taught to show and share yes and you know and how important it is to give back and and open up opportunities for that other generation that are coming through and and i think you know I mean, what's the point? I could be in here doing it all by myself, but, like, it's important to, you know, um, share those qualities that you um, have worked so hard to create because then, you know, I, I would hope that if I was to share my experiences, then, you know, then she would share hers. Definitely. That's right. And also it cements your own ideas, but also it might bring up new ideas when you're teaching someone else, yeah. verbalising it and showing yeah, someone. You definitely. might come up with your own New stuff or a different oh, yeah, way of doing no, it. No, definitely. So when, because you know, it gives you an opportunity to talk out loud mm. yeah. your process, and then you kind of stop for a minute and go, oh, "I know, uh, I'm good at. Oh, I know." And then I just like <laughs> go to the other room or like, yeah, yeah. you know, back like, in so, a minute. Yeah, back in a minute, and then I'll go, "Oh yeah," and then so yeah. So when you're able to share and verbalize what you're doing and all you're showing, yeah, you definitely become more and more like verse, and you, you know, your your own practice becomes broader. Yeah, and there yeah. needs to be more opportunities. I, th- I don't know whether it's insurance or liability or whatever it is, but think doesn't seem to happen as much as it should anymore. For apprenticeships. Yeah. Yeah, in arts, it would be great if everyone took a year out of art school and worked in an art studio yeah. with an artist. I mean, I think, I think they'd learn... They'd learn so much more. How to get ready for an exhibition, how, hmm. to, how the business side of it works, how people interact in the studio, how they set up. Yeah. I mean, seeing the reality, you know, it's not yeah. the romance. It's not the golden sofa. <laughs> no. Yes, it is. Nobody okay, yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. As we lean back and <laughs> sip our champagne. Yeah. Our little missus. But who's influenced you, who oh. would you say? I mean, it can. I, mean, I don't mean necessarily artists, no, no, no. but I just. Know. I'm. I look. I. I mean. I again. I understand. I know what is out there. I've seen you know thousands of different artists and books, and I've read things. And 
Um, you know, I but I, I still try to kind of just check out on all of that. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, it sounds so, you know, very intellectual to then draw up all these different artists. I know thousands, hundreds yeah. of them. You know, I can bring them, and, you know, name them. But at the end of the day, it's just about me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's just That's great, though. Yeah. about me. Yeah. It's, you know, I just have to be – it's not like being egotistic at all. It's just I'm just being myself and I have – and I understand art. I understand yeah. what artists have done and where they have come from. And I know all of the, um, you know, the different periods of art. I know it all. But at the end of the day, I'm just making art for myself. Mm. And then from myself, then I'm sharing it out into the world. And yeah. I think so the influences come from my own personal experiences in life. Yes. yes. You know, I've had a full-on intense, insane crazy life experiences um, and, and and struggle, absolute mm. struggle. Like, you know, I've been down there and then I've been up there and then down there. And so I think, mm. you know, I think it's okay just to say it's just about, you know, what you, your own experiences and, um, and, you know, you can be very clever about it. But at the end of the day, you know, it's just you. Yeah. yeah, I agree. That's well, beautiful. On that, that is note, a no better place thank to... Thank you for sharing everything <laughs> with us, Antonia. That was oh, amazing. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> thank you so much thank for you. sharing thank with you. us. That, that was, was fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Please don't forget to rate and review and share this podcast. It helps my mum and her friend Fiona get more listeners. Thank you.